The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. There are crucial battles in life, battles all through life really with lots of different things, but the greatest battle in all of life is the battle of the will. Literally, the battle between what we want and what God wants. The battle that, if it's won, becomes a great victory or becomes a tragic defeat. In Matthew chapter number 26, Jesus is facing the greatest battle He has faced to this point on earth. Now remember, He was tempted in all points, like as we are, yet without sin. When you come to Matthew chapter number 26, there's a spiritual warfare going on. We're with Christ in His prayer closet in the Garden of Gethsemane, and He's praying. As a matter of fact, He's praying so intently, the Bible says His sweat became as great drops of blood. Think of that. We are watching the Lord Jesus as He suffers. And what is He suffering for? He's not even to Calvary yet. He's not even gone to the cross yet. He's suffering in battle on His way to the cross. Sometimes the great struggle in life is not the actual difficulty itself. It's all the things leading up to it. And perhaps that's where you find yourself at this moment. Listen to Jesus' prayer, Mark chapter 14, verse 36. And He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto Thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what Thou wilt. May I tell you that word nevertheless may be one of the most powerful words in the whole Bible. Because it says, look, my, my flesh doesn't want this. I, I don't want to go to the cross. I don't want to be crucified. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what Thou wilt. Gethsemane was Christ's battlefield. It was the place where a great battle ensued long before everyone saw Him on the cross. You see, the great battles are often fought in private where no one sees. There would have been no cross. There would have been no resurrection. There would have been no salvation if a battle had not been won in Gethsemane. And no one faces what Jesus faced. But we all face our own battles. It's a battle for your life. It is a battle of the will. And you're going to have to determine whether you're going to get what you want or you're going to yield and let God's will be done in your life. Jesus brought three disciples into that garden with Him. I wonder why He had Peter, James, and John there. I think it was to teach them something. You see, not all of God's gardens are the Garden of Eden. Not all of God's gardens are peaceful places. Sometimes they are crisis hours, great pressure and great struggle, but that's where the great lessons are learned. What do we learn about this battle? Well, first of all, this battle is a battle of the will. We said that already. Who gets their way? Isn't that the great struggle? Who gets to be the boss? My friend, if you yield to Jesus and let Him lead and let Him truly be Lord, you find the victory. But if you choose your own way, it always leads to defeat. And every man has to fight this battle. It's not only a battle of the wills, it's a battle just won't go away. As a matter of fact, three times the Bible says he prayed the same words. It's a battle in youth. It's a battle throughout life. It's a battle all the way to death. Think about the Lord Jesus at the very beginning. 
he had to answer the question, what are you doing here in the temple? And he said, wished ye not that I must be about my father's business? That's the first recorded words of the Lord Jesus. All through his life, there was this struggle, this battle, perhaps a temptation to detour from the divine plan. And he just keeps affirming. John chapter 6, verse 38, I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And it was completed only at his death. When in John 19.30 he cried, It is finished. The last recorded words of the Lord Jesus. I want you to know that from start to finish, all through life, there will be a battle. And the only victory is found in yielding to the will of God. The battle is a battle of the wills. The battle is a battle that won't go away. And the battle is one that only you, by God's grace, can win. God's not going to force His will on you. And others cannot choose the will of God for you. You see, the most deeply personal decisions in life are ones that you alone can make. They're hard, aren't they? Not even your closest friends on earth can go with you into the depths of that garden. Jesus took Peter, James, and John with Him into the garden. But He had to leave them at a certain point and go on by Himself. There's a loneliness in this yieldedness. Maybe today you're feeling very alone. Uh, there's a decision facing you. There is a, there's a direction that you've got to choose. There's some great struggle that you are dealing with at this moment. You can't look to Peter, James, and John for the answer. You must look to God alone. And the victory is found in saying, Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. C.T. Studd, the famed missionary, said he came to the place in his own life when he finally realized that in order to know the will of God, he was going to have to discover it for himself. And that's when he determined that even if he was alone in this world and no one stood with him, he was going to seek God, not man, for direction. It was out of that great crisis hour in his life that God led him to China and on from there to other lands and how mightily the Lord used C.T. Studd to carry the message of the gospel. It would never have happened if he had not come to his own place of death to self and yieldedness to the will of God. D.L. Moody said it this way, Spread out your petition before God. And then say, Thy will, not mine, be done. And then Moody said this, The sweetest lesson I have learned in God's school is to let the Lord choose for me. Isn't that a beautiful phrase? Let the Lord choose for me. Corey Tin Boom said it this way, Lord, make me willing to be made willing. Maybe today your flesh balks at whatever it is that's facing you and you say, I don't want that. Well, begin here. Lord, you know I don't want that but make me willing to be made willing. Just start where you are. You can't fool God. He knows what's in your heart already. But the Lord can win the victory in and through your life. You can come out on the other side rejoicing if you'll let the Lord win the battle in you. You see, the greatest enemy faced in that garden was not Judas. Now, we're coming to that shortly. Judas was on his way uh, to lead the soldiers to arrest Jesus. But the greatest enemy in your garden is not Judas. The greatest enemy in your garden is your own self. You're going to have to do battle with yourself. And then if you do battle with yourself, you'll have what you need to face Judas and face the difficulties that lie ahead. But you've got to die to self first. Remember where this Garden of Gethsemane was. The Garden of Gethsemane is located on the Mount of Olives. Remember, now this is the place where they're going to arrest him. The Mount of Olives is also the place where he's going to ascend from. And then in the end... Uh, the Mount of Olives is going to be the place where the Lord Jesus is coming back to. Study your prophecy and you'll find that His feet are going to touch down on this same mountain. 
And the Mount of Olives is going to cleave in two, creating a great valley. And in that valley, he's going to have the absolute final victory. Aren't you looking forward to that day? Oh, what a glorious day that's going to be. Well, may I suggest to you there never would have been that final victory had there not been a victory won first on this fateful night in Mark chapter number 14 when Jesus did battle and yielded to the will of the Heavenly Father. I wonder right where you are today. You're not physically in the Garden of Gethsemane, but spiritually you're, you're doing battle right now. Would you just pause right where you are and would you say to God, God, you know what's facing me. You know what I want and what I don't want. But the truth is, I want your will to be done. Make today your nevertheless, your moment of yieldedness to Jesus Christ. You know, in Hebrews, the Bible says that Jesus went to the cross for the joy that was set before him. You know, I believe in that garden that night, when he looked into the cup, there was lots of grief. That's why he didn't want to drink that cup. There was lots of sorrow and lots of suffering and separation from his father. But at the bottom of that cup, he saw you and he saw me and the joy of us becoming true worshipers and knowing him, having our sins forgiven, spending eternity with him. And for that joy, he was able to press through. When you finally yield, you find the joy of knowing that God's way is best. In the words of the Lord Jesus, Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. May God help us all make that our prayer and our way of living today. It has been a privilege to study the Scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on Him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today.